This podcast is sponsored by BT, because BT means business. BT knows that businesses come in many shapes, sizes and guises, from the person just starting out at their kitchen table to the biggest employer, which is why no matter what line of work you're in, they've got your back to help you succeed and do what you do best. Whatever your business, BT's got your back. Search BT's got your back. This is your Times News Briefing for Monday the 13th of November. Rishi Sunak will urge the Metropolitan Police Commissioner to immediately arrest protesters seen using anti-Semitic slogans. The Times understands that the Prime Minister is drawing up a five-point package allowing police to prohibit provocative chants as a condition of allowing protests. It would also take into account the cumulative effect of weeks of marches in deciding on a ban. It comes after 145 people were arrested on Saturday during a pro-Palestinian march and far-right counter-protests. Nine officers were also injured. Also, Suella Braverman urged police to act on sick, inflammatory and clearly criminal chants and placards at the rally. The Home Secretary demanded further action as she warned that London was being polluted by hate, violence and anti-Semitism. There have been rumours of a cabinet reshuffle following her suggestion last week that the police was biased in favour of left-wing protesters. Also, the Supreme Court is expected to rule on the government's Rwanda policy this week. George Parker of the FT explains the considerations for the Prime Minister. If there is going to be a reshuffle, um, does Rishi Sunak move her before that ruling comes out? Does he leave her in place so that when the ruling happens, she's still there? And the problem then is that if the, how the Supreme Court rules against the policy, Suella Brabham will almost certainly then repeat her call for Britain to leave the European Convention of Human Rights, which will put Rishi Sunak in a bit of a difficult position. Fierce fighting took place around Gaza's largest hospital after Benjamin Netanyahu vowed to press Israel's offensive with full force and ruled out handing the territory over to Palestinian control once Hamas is destroyed. Al-Shifa Hospital was totally surrounded and bombardments were going on nearby. That was according to its director, who said they had lost fuel. Benjamin Netanyahu spent Sunday speaking to U.S. media. Noga Talnopolsky is a reporter in Israel, and she explained what he was trying to achieve. He seems to be trying to use the media to float an idea by the White House, which the White House already today shot down. And that idea is that Israel would retain some sort of military but not um, civilian control over Gaza. Not long after Storm Kiran caused huge floods across Northern Ireland, Storm Debbie is on the way. The whole country falls under a yellow Met Office weather warning for wind and an amber alert has been issued for counties down in Armagh. Ireland's equivalent has some rain warnings and orange alerts in place. Storm Debbie has been graded just below hurricane force off the coast of Clare, Limerick and Kerry. And officials in southern Iceland are on standby following the evacuation of Grindavik because of fears of an imminent volcanic eruption. A series of earthquakes have shaken the peninsula in recent weeks and were felt 25 miles away in the capital Reykjavik. Svanur Thorkelsen is a journalist based in Iceland. He explained to Times Radio why Grindavik had to be evacuated. I don't think that uh, this uh, town is going to re- uh, regain its former strength at all. It depends on how long and how much of uh, magma comes up, how much of the lava uh, and how much it's going to cover. If it, for example, runs into the harbour, this uh, town would be done for. And that's your Times News Briefing for Monday the 13th of November.